1: From the Bell Tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is the weekend again. So welcome back to your weekend wrap-up. Little beautiful bell breakers. It feels good to be here. It 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 does. It always feels good to it be does. here because we're here. Yes. Because this is like the greatest weekend program out there. Absolutely, it is. Like. I got to say, this has to be your favorite weekend show to listen to, because, I mean, it's us. So, I mean, if you're not listening to it, then uh, you're doing something freaking wrong. Yeah, it's my favorite, and I have impeccable taste. That's true. So, <laughs> no bias or anything. No, not no, at all. No, no, no reason it's to think that way. Down we're, the middle. Yes. <laughs> I mean, from a non-biased standpoint, we, we took a poll between the two of us, and yes. we found that this is the number one yes, weekend. Yes. That's 100% right there. Yes. Two exactly. for two. <laughs> exactly. It's like the... The polls that they take yeah. on, like, CNN. It's just like, CNN polls found that Democrats are way, way more uh, popular than Republicans. It's like,
1: well, yeah, but been, who are you polling? Yeah. right. Would have been messed up if you're like, we did a poll and uh, 50% of us like this show. be <laughs> like, wait,
0: what? Uh, Bill? <laughs> God damn it, Bill. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there? This is, once again, the Weekend Wrap-Up Show, where we wrap up your week in true Break the Bell fashion, because yes. there's plenty of things to talk about in the world. So we keep talking about them.
1: Absolutely, and and you enjoy it, and
0: we enjoy it. You you should you better enjoy it. If you yeah. don't enjoy it, then uh, we're just gonna enjoy it for you. So, That's right. So we got quite a few things to cover in the news. Number the 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 main topic on the news is. Um, the, the, B for the, vendetta, right? Yeah, that is a B for vendetta. B for vendetta. Yes, that's that's how uh, Biden's like. It's not V for vendetta. It's B for <laughs> Biden. By, by yes, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's it's just funny. I mean, we're gonna get into this yeah. a little bit later, but it's just so funny to me that it's like not only are they not trying to portray this like mm. fascist fascist image, yeah. It's like they're trying to portray a fascist right. image, yeah. and it's like you know uh, what would look really badass is if we if we lit you up red, yeah. bright red in the background.
1: And you could yeah. bang your fists, yeah. and yell. It's, it's a power move, you yeah. know? And like I, I think I had sent on a Facebook post or something. It's dark Brandon. It's
0: well, yeah, playing up yeah. the
1: dark Brandon persona. Uh,
0: obviously, I, I don't think you're the only one that uh, posted that no, because- I'm sure there's this right here that I posted. That this, oh. this one that I made uh, <laughs> the, the day that after that it happened. Dark Brandon Rises. So we are going to get into that, but uh, we got quite a few other things, a couple other things to talk about first, if I can get rid of this goddamn screen. So uh, before we get into the show, obviously we got to mention our um, Coffee Fix of Freedom, our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, who... Supports fasci- fascism in its <laughs> finest. I'm pretty sure Dark Brandon drinks Oh, Yo, you know he no, does. No. Yes. No. Uh uh Run Your Mouth Coffee supports everything besides fascism um, because fascism wants you to not be able to have um, free reign to free speech. And Run Delicious Your Mouth coffee. coffee does, and I would rather vote for good coffee yes. over Dark Brandon. Any. Yes,
1: and, and Dark Brandon hates coffee, like good coffee. Run Your Mouth Coffee should come out with a Dark Brandon roast. They should. Like <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's awesome.
0: It's like yes. a dark roast, but it's Dark Brandon roast. I yes. I don't know if they'd want to tie their name to <laughs> it. They time. probably would not. they gotta they got to do some kind of... Uh, uh, play on words yeah. with it though. I I, I think we're going to have to recommend that to them yeah. because um, yeah, they might sell a, at least one. <laughs> yeah. Black with the like blood red stripes on it. <laughs> yes. So uh, that might go against everything they stand for. Run Your Mouth Coffee again sponsors your right to free speech, your right to run your mouth, and also makes a good damn cup of coffee. So go to rymcoffee.com tell them we sent you by using the promo code, break the bell, and you'll get 10% off your purchase fr- plus free shipping. And that's an anti-fascist deal right yes. there. Yeah. Fascists don't give you free shipping. No. Never. No, they don't. No. <laughs> they take it out of your take, hide. Yes, they take more <laughs> shipping. <laughs> and they tax you on top of that. Uh, um Don't forget, we got uh, our main episode tomorrow night, even though it is Labor Day weekend. It is the the commie holiday that is Labor Day. Exactly. But We are going to still be back here celebrating in true Break the Bell fashion because... That's what we do, and, I mean, we're still going to take the day off, even if it's a communist fucking holiday. (laughs) Um, Then we also have our morning show, uh, where I collaborate with uh, Dan of the System is Down podcast, every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 7 a.m. That is the Two Scoops morning news show. So we we come on for 20 or 30 minutes and just uh, talk about things and... It turns into a shit show, as every show that our name is on turns into. So uh, make sure you join us for that. Again, that's Tuesday and Thursday morning. The morning, or the two scoops morning. News show. I'll get it right one of these days. You'll get it. it. It's a it's it's a mouthful. It's <laughs>
1: like uh, when we first started, and you're like wanting me to like run through the social media that we mm. do, and I just couldn't do it. And you're like, you know, it, it's fine, Bill. I just got it. I got it. It's just like, sit down,
0: Bill. Take it away. And you're like, uh, it's on the uh, Facebook uh, uh, thing. The, it's on the social networks. <laughs> you know the thing. You know the thing. Like yeah. like Joe Biden says. Yeah. <laughs> the, you mean the Constitution, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the thing. Check us out all over social media. Uh, I'm not going to ask Bill to do it because clearly he still can't do it. So uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at BreakTheBellPod. We're also across other social media platforms. Um, If you want to see us on a specific one that you can't find us on, uh, make sure you let us know if you're hanging out somewhere on some weird side social media site, uh, let us know, and we'll join, and we, we will we will fuck it up for everyone. So um, hit us up, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, or even if you're not on YouTube right now, go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel, because you may or may not know, we got nuked from YouTube, what, like four or five months ago? Yeah. And we have since... Started a new YouTube channel, so we would like to build that back up to what the old one was. So go to our YouTube channel. Just um, you can find the links on all our social media or on our website at BreakTheBellPod.com. I don't think it's actually linked to that yet, but it will be soon. Um, but you can find it on our social media, um, or the links will be in the show notes here after we like repost this in the future. Um, so go to that, like and subscribe, so we can build that thing back up because. We want to keep doing awesome things that we think we are awesome for doing. So do it for our own egos, mostly. Anything else? I think that's it. You think that's it? You ready to get into some news then? I am. We got some comments. Who is commenting? Bill Filter (laughs) says, love the show. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for being a longtime listener of the show, a supporter of the show. (laughs) Um, I I just, yeah. Fuck off, dude. (laughs) (laughs) so let's get into the news before we get into the dark brandon red brandon bloody brandon i don't know what we're calling it these days um we gotta mention his superior his his puppet master yes that is Barack obama because Barack obama also made the headlines for slightly different reasons Barack obama won an emmy Wow. You remember he won a Grammy not oh, long ago. Oh, yeah. He go. got a
1: Grammy, a Nobel.
0: Has he got an Oscar yet? I don't because think that's he's next. Got, I think that's the Oscar on his lit. Next on his list. <laughs> yeah. He got the Grammy for like reading his own novel or something. Like, <laughs> it's like, that's not even yeah. a job. That's not even talent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talented, I guess, I guess, for writing a book. But to get an award for reading the yeah. book that you wrote, like that's... I, I don't feel like there should be awards, right, for reading a fucking
1: yeah, book. reading your own book <laughs> or level, any book right? at that. I mean, yeah. it has well, I don't know if Morgan Freeman read a book. I mean, I, you know, did he,
0: James I, Earl Jones win a Grammy for reading the Bible? He should because they he, have the he, Bible uh, audio. Oh, tapes, that's right. Uh, with you James. know, if
1: Obama beat out James Earl Jones, I'd be pissed.
0: Oh, you should hear who he beat out. Really. So this is from CBS News. It says Barack Obama wins Emmy for narrating this is great. You know you, this is Emmy worthy here. He narrated a Netflix National Park series. That's horrible. That his company produced, by the way. Oh, okay, of course. <laughs> so it's always it's never like anything <laughs> other than like him propping himself up because the Grammy was for him reading his home book. The the Emmy was for him narrating his own uh, like production company's show. <laughs> So it says, System's not rigged at all. Says, Barack Obama is halfway to an EGOT. I'm guessing that's Emmy, Grammy, Oscar. What would T be? Tony. Tony. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> he wins a Tony. We're all fucked. Barack Obama, the musical. <laughs> oh my God. The former president won an Emmy Award on Saturday to go with his two Grammys. Oh, no, two. Obama won the Best Narrator Emmy for his work on the Netflix documentary series, Our Great National Parks. The five part show. What the hell is this? The five part show. So we got to put up with five parts of this. It's never like a one thing, one and done thing. Like uh, I talked about the Hillary and Chelsea Clinton TV show that's supposed to be airing in a month or so. That's an eight part miniseries. Can you imagine eight parts of Hillary and Chelsea? That's nasty. Well, this is a five part show of uh, Barack Obama talking about national parks around the globe. Sounds exciting, so exhilarating, and exciting that we gotta have an Emmy for this. It's produced by Barack and Michelle Obama's production company, Higher Ground. He was the biggest name in a category full of famous nominees for the award handed out on Saturday, uh, on Saturday's Creative Arts Emmy, including Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He beat out Kareem really? Abdul-Jabbar wow. in narrating.
1: And wow. says David Attenborough. I don't know who that is. Oh, and he's like that dude's like I think he's like the the Babe Ruth of documentaries.
0: But but he's not as
1: oh, famous as Barack Obama. Uh, he's not. Oh, never mind. And and okay. Lupita <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o. Oh yeah, I love her. I don't know who that is. Do you? She was uh she's in um a lot of the uh, uh Jordan Peele movies. She oh, okay. was in uh, Black Panther as his girlfriend.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. But yeah, Barack Obama beat all of them out. The one mm. that
0: bites the hardest is Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I would yeah. I would love yeah. to see Kareem Abdul Jabbar up giving a an right. Emmy speech, first of all. Oh my gosh, so. yeah. Yeah says, Obama's the second president to have an Emmy. Dwight D. Eisenhower was given a special Emmy award in 1956. Oh, a do you know what a special, do you know what a special Emmy is? Special. It's, like, it's kind of like an honorary doctorate. Yeah. You didn't earn it, but right. it's like he's the we're fucking president. Bone, yeah. He says he wants some yeah. sort of award, so we're going to give him something. Yeah. We're going to make up it this. It's probably for
1: a speech he made, and they're like, oh, well,
0: probably. what can we give him
1: for this? You know.
0: says, uh, Obama previously won Grammy awards for his audiobook reading of his two... Two of his memoirs. I didn't know he had more than two. Why do you need more than one memoir? I know. I how mean, many really? how many lives do you have? I know. Well <laughs> Michelle won her own Grammy for reading her own audiobook
1: in oh, okay. twenty twenty. So, okay.
0: I mean they're just they just keep
1: writing more books God, so they can win more reading, Emmys and Grammys. Could you imagine listening to a book read by Michelle Obama?
0: It's gotta be better than Hillary Clinton though.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. That would be like nails on a chalkboard
0: it says EGOT refers to a special category of entertainers who have won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar and a Tony. To date, 17 people have done it. So of all of, like the famous people in the world Barack Obama could get to the point where he's in the realm of even the top 17, Nobel, right? right? Well, so it'd yeah. be
1: actually it'd be a, a EGOTYN? E-G-O-T-N. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> no. Th- the
0: late Chadwick Bozeman also won an Emmy for his voice work on Saturday. Ba- again, back to uh, yeah, Black, uh, Panther. Black Panther. We're really yeah. tying this together. The Black Panther actor won for Outstanding Character Voiceover for the Disney and Marvel Studios animated show What If?
1: One episode? One episode.
0: <sighs> one for Outstanding Character Voice. For, for it doesn't say; it just says at the Disney Plus Marvel
1: Studios yeah. animated he show. He only did one; it was the oh, Star really? Lord episode. Really, I didn't know. Yeah, that. so it was the Star Lord episode; it was his last like acting gig he did.
0: Now, how is a documentary voiceover comparable to like actual
1: acting voiceover right. yes. work? How is that yeah. the same
0: fucking category? Exactly. I don't understand. There's no
1: acting. Of, well, I mean, everything Barack Obama does is acting. Oh, but still, yeah. yeah. Still says on the show,
0: Bozeman's voice voiced his Black Panther character, T'Challa. And, that- and
1: I'll give that to Chadwick Bowman. I mean, I, I I like the guy. You know, I think he's really talented. I can't believe he did everything he did with dying from cancer. Yeah, right, right. Without but that's not Barack know. Obama.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Barack Obama, I mean, he might have a good speech voice, but would you yeah. consider that, like, in the realm of, like, best voiceover no, voice? not at
1: all. There's so many better voices out there.
0: Oh, my God. This, this is... D- Depressing on so many <laughs> levels. This is this is the level of like creativity that the world, the United yeah. States, at least the world, has come yeah. to. It's just like, well, there's not really much better than this voiceover, anim- or yeah. uh, r- what's it called, uh, narration of yeah. a freaking documentary. First of all. Who watches documentaries and is like, this documentary is right. going to win an Who's board?
1: Oh my gosh, Barack Obama's narrating that? I need to see that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just pat- padding a resume that he doesn't yeah. really. Does he really need to pad his he's resume anymore? in the United States.
1: No. I he mean, doesn't need yeah, to do he's, he's
0: got the. The top notch already. Yeah. What? Who fucking cares about the rest exactly. of it? Exactly. I mean, maybe he's trying to put his name in the hat for other voiceover work. He's like, uh, "I got an Emmy." <laughs> uh, you can't refute and, and
1: and I see Michelle Obama getting one because I mean, you know, to narrate and pretend to be a woman. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's
0: that takes <laughs> that, some serious that takes acting. some skill. No kidding. Good God! All while while tucking your your, <laughs> your boys up, <laughs> which she doesn't do a very good job of that. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Another leader of the Black Lives Matter organization, speaking of bad acting, (laughs) um, another leader is accused of stealing money from Black Lives Matter. Could you... Could you imagine? Yeah, right. I mean, we talked about this in the early days of it. We oh talked about how at the local level, it seems yeah. like they're doing great stuff, but most of the money was not funneling right. down to the local yeah. level. when we
1: broke down the way that the money, like the, the little branch and, uh, that it took to get to the local level— I mean, it only ended up getting like what three percent. Well, first, remember
0: it went through that outside organization yep. that had direct was ties it bl- with Blue like, Wave, I think. Well, there's Blue Wave, but then there was that organization that had like direct, had like the woman from the '60s yes. movement. Yes, uh, man, we're
1: reaching way back.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, we're digging <laughs> back to the 2020s. But, yeah, but when it came down to it, it's like the local chapters were receiving so very little. But the international, like Black Lives Matter International, was, like, raking in this shit. And it's just like, where's this money going if it's not going to the local chapters? Are they just paying for, like, nice desks and private suites and stuff?
1: Protest signs. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, So... This is from Fox News, so obviously they're going to be biased against this. But it says Black Lives Matter leader is accused of stealing $10 million from the organization for unjust enrichment. So it says a lawsuit filed on behalf of 26 grassroots Black Lives Matter chapters. So it's not like a bunch of, like... Uh, Ted Cruz's are out there right. saying, uh, we're going to sue you. To put... It's the actual local chapters that we're talking about that Good should be getting this money. They yep. are suing this guy. Good for them. And says, uh, last week alleged that the leader of the national organization siphoned $10 million in charitable contribution to pay for his own personal expenses. Black Lives Matter Grassroots, a nonprofit that su- serves as the umbrella group for the local chapters nationwide. So if... Black Lives Matter grassroots is the umbrella for the local chapters, what is Black Lives Matter International, right, the umbrella for? (laughs) Yeah. Because they had to form their own goddamn, like, group to be over them because the group that was supposed to be over them was taking all their fucking money? Yeah. It's like, are they even connected anymore? It It doesn't doesn't sound like it, yeah. says they claimed in a lawsuit filed in L.A. County Superior Court that Shalomaya Bowers, the lead— leader of Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, defrauded the local chapter for unjust enrichment and used their funds as his personal piggy bank. Well, it it sounds to me like the fact that there's a Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, that's not the umbrella group above Black Lives Matter grassroots chapters. That sounds defrauding in its its own right. Right. Before he started taking fucking money. Yeah says, BLMGNF, the grassroots group, which received more than $90 million in wake of George Floyd's death in 2020, represents the national BLM movement. So, oh, no, that's the that's the global one. So oh, okay. they have received $90 million, which he took $10 million of um, since 2020. They represent the BL, national BLM movement, but not the local chapters nationwide. Okay. Okay, I mean, digest that for a second. Here, right. they represent national movement, but they're not representative of the national local movement. So, maybe they're just the ones that go and like, uh, like lobby at the the White House and stuff. I uh, is it just a
1: lobbyist no, organization? Maybe they're the ones that show up at the expensive dinners. There you go. Right. Show it's up at the White House for a take. photo we op. We don't want to do it. we got to go eat at this $50,000 plate yes, uh, fundraiser. That's it. <laughs> Bowers, described as a rogue administrator
0: and middleman turned usurper, led the foundation to... Usurper? Yes. <laughs> really? Led. Well, they're defining him as rogue. Like every, they, They've isolated. The rest of right. BLM yeah, they're all like, no, 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 he's not one of us. He went yeah. rogue a long time ago. Uh, it says he led the foundation to be investigated by the IRS and blazed a path of irreparable harm to BLM in less than 18 months, according to the lawsuit. While BLM leaders and movement workers were on the street risking their lives, Mr. Bowers remained in his cushy office, devising a scheme of fraud and misrepresentation to break the implied, in fact, contract between donors and BLM. Says Melinda Abdullah, the director of the Grassroots One, I'm not going to keep giving the acronyms because they're very confusing, (laughs) And a co-founder of the L.A. chapter said at a recent press conference that the assets we built, the financial resources, social media platforms, and the name Black Lives Matter have been taken from us and are under the control of consultants. Hmm. Hey, I, I'm i pretty sure that happened two fucking years ago. Yeah, right. When we talked about how there is yeah. very little connection between the two, we we, we predicted this yeah. a long fucking time ago. Uh, the, the global board of directors denied the allegations in a lengthy statement posted to their website Thursday. Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation is here to give light and f- and fight for black liberation. The statement said in part, make no mistake, the allegations of Melina, Abdullah, and BLM grassroots are false. They are slanderous and devoid of reality. Hmm. Yeah. Um, considering this is the second person to get accused of this. Right? Um, yeah. I would say it's probably not that delusional. Yeah. it's not that
1: outside of the scope because the of reality. The other lady, what she got busted for? Was it like it was like twenty million? Wasn't it? I don't.
0: Well, she had a bunch of
1: mansions. She had like, yeah, four, like four mansions. or five mansions. It says Bowers
0: and his group went on to scold those who are suing him, accusing them of falling victim falling victim to the carceral logic and social violence that fuels the legal system. Now this is this is the fun one. This statement right here by the the global group. They would rather take the same steps of our white oppressors and utilize the criminal legal system, which is propped up by white supremacy, the same system they say they want to dismantle, to solve movement disputes. So it's basically calling them an Uncle Tom is what it sounds like. It's like, oh, these people, um, they're
1: using the same legal system
0: that uh, they're
1: they're trying to dismantle. They they need to handle things in-house. Yeah. And instead of take it out to the white man's legal
0: system. Yes, exactly. And we need to handle in-house so we can take advantage of them, not the white man taking yeah. advantage of them. Well, Obviously, right. that's yeah. I mean what we need to do. Says Bowers is a close associate of BLM co-founder Patrice Coolers, who resigned from BLM Global in May 2021 after allegations she misused millions of dollars in donation money. Disclosures found that the foundation paid $6 million for an LA compound in 2020. BLM Global received backlash following the purchase, including from some of the organization's supporters. It says BLM Global also dished out $2.1 million to Bowers' firm, Bowers Consulting. So he's not only. <laughs> He's not only the leader of this, where yeah. he like can decide where the money goes, but he also owns this consulting firm that, that
1: consults on where they should put the money.
0: Yes, <laughs> and so he is paying himself, yeah, his own consulting firm out of funds that he is yeah. responsible. Robbing Paul to pay Peter? <laughs> no, it's Peter robbing Peter to pay Peter is what it sounds like in That's this circumstance. Peter. I mean, yes, it's, it's so much Peter here, but, <laughs> but he. Um, yeah, he's just saying, "Hey, I'm just gonna. This is just gonna go to our uh, consulting firm. Oh, yeah, what's the name of? Oh, it's Bowers Consulting Firm. Oh, um, it,
1: are you related to him? No, it's me. No, oh, yeah, yeah it's I'm not related at all. It's <laughs> yeah, just, it's, it's just, just me. me, like one employee. <laughs> yeah. I'm consulting. We're gonna right put now. it in the uh, Bowers Bank. <laughs> yes. So, what do you think about that? Shocking, shocking, shocking no, news. Not shocking at all. I, I, I bet you, by the end of next year, they'll have like five more cases of this. Yes, it, it just it it just. I mean, we we talked about how shady the whole thing was, and all this just does is proof that it's that shady. Yeah. So yeah.
0: I don't know. I I think yeah. The further we get away from twenty twenty, the more this shit's gonna come mm-hmm. out. But it's not gonna matter to anybody by then because no. twenty twenty so far long gone, and our yeah. attention span has been like flipped. 18 yeah. times since since 2020
1: yeah. so and the media and the establishment will find new vill- victim or villains that they can you know throw the shade on
0: like white supremacists. yeah the maga movement and them so let's get into the the story of the week which is dark brandon once again yes. makes the headlines this this first of all just this picture here minus the dark brandon rises yes. caption at the top did, uh, does that scream unity to you, like unifying? No, because no. like this, this speech was supposed to be like nationally yeah. unifying speech, is what he <laughs> it, it was. Proclaimed it looks like to be. he's
1: going to start going door to door, looking for people. Well,
0: he's not. No, no. But his it, henchmen no. are. Yeah,
1: his his IRS henchmen will.
0: Or the Marines that are posted in the background. Yeah, they they won't. <laughs> what do you think of the Marines being posted behind this charging
1: speech? I, do you I think that was intentional. Absolutely, it was. It's a show of strength. It's yeah. It's like, you know, the, these these are my boys. They got my back. You know, I mean, it, it was very militaristic message. It has nothing. It had nothing to do with unifying. It was all about, I, I'm I'm the king. Yes, and I'm going to do what I want. And if you're against, if you're not with me, you're against me.
0: So there's a lot of comparisons out there, making between this picture here. And then this image right here, (laughs) which is straight from V for for Vendetta. Vendetta. Yeah. Um, And I I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Give us a little uh, background on V for Vendetta and how this mix really matters.
1: So V for Vendetta was written by uh, Alan Moore, who is an anarchist, Mm -hmm. uh, during the 80s. And basically, it was um, kind of fears of of Margaret Thatcher, Ronald Reagan, this whole, like, um, fear of uh, fascism kind of sweeping across the globe. And so they they had like England kind of taken to this post-apocalyptic um, dyst- dystrophic uh, future where they had kind of taken over, scared the populace with, with threats of of, of um, rebellion and, and viruses and, and kind of just said, look, we're the only ones basically keeping order here. We're the ones that are holding back the walls of chaos and, and death. Because you don't want to be like the United States who got swept out by a virus because right, they wouldn't right. listen. So, But but we'll, we'll take care of you. Don't worry. You just go to sleep. We'll take care of you. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, so back to this one then. Um, I mean, you're talking about warnings against fascism. Isn't that
1: what he's doing? Yeah. Warning against MAGA fascists? Yeah. That, isn't that the whole point here? That's the irony of this is that, I mean, he he's literally portraying a fascist view while saying, hey, I'm going to protect you from fascism. <laughs> And I don't know
0: the the color blood red. There's su- yeah. there's symbolism there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Al- there's always red behind all the fascist well, or and, like and,
1: totalitarian and, dictators. And was it um like what blue like calms you and and red is what inflames you? Yeah, right? you know this was intentional. Absolutely. It's- so he's speaking to he's speaking to his base and he's trying to rile his base, being like, "We're not going to let the the evil MAGA people." You know, and he came out and actually called them a clear and present danger, mm-hmm. right? He
0: basically, he called them extremists,
1: and yeah. terrorists. I mean, and he's calling them out as I mean, they're enemies of the state. So, um, like we compared it to this image, I think
0: it's more like seeing Biden in front of that background. It reminds me more of this right here. I can't see that. It's the uh, stupid hyenas from <laughs> the Lion King. <laughs>
1: That makes more sense. He's Ed right here, yeah. scowling at everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that that's what it reminds me more of. So so let's read a little bit about this because this says Biden. This is from Fox News again says Biden shocks viewers while with hellish red background for polarizing speech. I, I wouldn't even go as far as hellish, but no. But it's definitely like. We've talked before. He has a marketing team. What were mm-hmm. we talking about last time? We're like, wow, he's got some good marketing specialists on on the job right now. Yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember. It was just last week, yeah. I think, too. So, um, but yeah. So this is an intentional thing. Yeah. To portray this, like yeah, power. Right. Oh, it was, it was the the dark Brandon campaign. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It that's was his right, own White right. House staff. Yeah, when this they're like, like,
1: oh, this grassroots uh, vi- campaign. It's like, yeah, oh, it went it viral it amongst like, White House staffers. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, what? Really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it says President Biden's polarizing speech Thursday night sent social media ablaze with a glowing blood red background. Let's uh, <laughs> let's switch over here real quick and listen to just a second of that speech. The the, the most. The most, uh, I would say, unifying part of the speech, I guess. So here's here's a little bit of that speech in front of that bloody red background. God damn, nothing is working. Here we go. Courage that digs deep when we need it. Empathy that fuels democracy. The willingness to see each other not as enemies but as fellow Americans. Look. Wait a second. (laughs) Okay, so first he just gets done saying willingness to see each other not as enemies but Mm. as fellow Americans. Yeah. And then he goes on. Our democracy isn't perfect. It always has been. Notwithstanding those folks you hear on the other side there. They're entitled to be outrageous. This is a democracy. But history and common sense... Good manners is nothing they've ever suffered from, but history and common sense tell us that opportunity, liberty, and justice for all are most likely to come to pass in a democracy. Uh, this is not the clip I was looking for. for. There was the one where he like straight out called them. Oh yeah. The the does Yeah. No, I. I it was on this. Where to go? God damn it! All right, let me let me see if it's back okay. on this
1: one. Uh, there's yeah. a whole so basically he's saying, you can, you can have freedom as long as it's on my terms.
0: Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. But it, yeah, it's just interesting how,
1: what is going on. Oh, that's some epic
0: Was oh, that Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. No, it's Lord, of the, oh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I was okay. going to say, it's funny how they, they put the uh Game of Thrones music after the fact. Yeah. God, this is like going really slow, our streaming stuff. God, I had the video pulled up of him blasting, but he basically said, maybe it'll it'll probably say in this article. Let's 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 just get back to okay, the article, okay. I guess. Continue. <laughs> um, moving on, because we're having technical difficulties. <laughs> so the article goes on uh, or starts out, it says, uh Biden aimed to frame the state of U.S. politics as a battle between equality and democracy. And a GOP alleged... And a GOP allegedly assaulting those principles in a campaign style speech at Independence Hall. So you got to take into account that this is basically a campaign type speech. Yeah, absolutely. And then he's got the Marines in the background, which is kind of politicizing the US military. Right. And they've well. gone on to be like, Well, well, in defense, uh, uh Joe Biden did have or not Joe Biden, Donald Trump did have General Milley walk with him to the okay. that General church. Milley. Yeah. Milley. And does General Milley really count? And yeah. remember he came out and apologized like that yeah, was exactly. bad optics. I didn't even want to do that. Oh, he, he no, he didn't even go that far. He said basically that was bad optics. Yeah. <laughs> which is The worst way to apologize for doing it. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not saying I was wrong, but it it, it probably looked bad. It looked bad. (laughs) Yeah, says the fact that this. So this is, uh, and and
1: it's at Independence Hall, where he comes out and was like talking about, you know, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, we the people. Remember after his State of the Union, where he was like, we the people, right here. Standing, no, we here. are the people, yeah, like we, us, the yeah. lawmakers. Yeah, exactly. So when he says we the people, that's exactly what I'm thinking he's talking about. Yeah, and he says it a couple
0: times in yeah. the speech. He's like, we the people. It's like, we, you've already defined who yeah, we the people right. is, and it's not us. Yeah, it's, it's you, you people. You
1: guys up there.
0: So, so this guy from Barstool Sports founder Dave Portney tweeted, the fact that this isn't Photoshopped is surreal. Every time I think Biden and his crew can't be dumber, they outdo themselves. Seriously, who gives a speech warning about how dangerous Republicans are to democracy while having a background that looks like Soviet Union and Hitler had a baby? <laughs> right. And that's what I was going to say. It's like every every evil dictator, like Stalin, yeah. Hitler, they always had the dark red background. So yeah. it's just like, the optics just aren't that good, uh, in the words of General Milley. <laughs> right. I'm not saying fascism officially has its coming out party in America tonight. I'm just saying Biden's condemned his political opponent as a threat to America and democracy, set to a blood-red background with a military standing behind him. Right, Says Fox News' Kaylee McKinney called it a hellish red background, while others couldn't believe the images circulating on social media were real. I can't believe this is a real photograph. It depicts the president of our nation as he took to the airwaves and spoke about his fellow citizens as if they were sewer rats. I'm uh, trying to get to the The parts that he said about it. Maybe it says in the next article. Because the next article is so funny to me because uh, it's from the New York Post, but it calls out CNN because even the optics were so bad that CNN, who has staunchly supported Joe Biden the whole entire time, Mm -hmm. decided to fade the red background to a much softer pink color. So um, as to not appear so fascist looking. (laughs) So this is from New York Post and I'll, I'll give you a a view of what what their depiction was. This is what CNN saw, the whole... Mm-hmm. And, and you can watch it in real time. I actually watched the clip. Um, videos aren't working great, so I'm not going to play it. Where he's talking and you can just watch the background and it slowly fades from red to pink. And <laughs> it's just like, you're not fooling anybody. Yeah, right. So this says, uh, CNN quest- is questioned after altering the blood-red background of Biden's speech. It says, CNN is facing questions... From critics after the network was busted altering the light lighting for President Biden's Thursday address. I don't think they're busted. I don't think what they did was necessarily right. wrong. Like, not as wrong as the depiction that was put before them. I think it was probably a smart choice on somebody that's trying right. to make this guy yeah. look... Better than yeah. he is,
1: and what's the most people probably watched it on CNN, anyways? Well, his or, own his fans, support, the right, people that yeah. are already supporting right. him. And so if someone else is like, "Oh man, did you see that crazy speech?" and they're like, "Yeah, yeah it wasn't it was that nice, crazy?" Nice pink background, yeah, and, you know, supporting breast cancer, <laughs> obviously.
0: <laughs> Says the president came in for withering mockery online for the harsh black and red backdrop, with many comparing the optics to Star Wars and V for Vendetta. <laughs> While networks like CNN, MSNBC, CBS, and C SPAN carrying the speech all originally appeared consistent, CNN noticeably altered the color of the background from red to pink in real time. Eagle eyed cable news watchers pounced on the shift. The story was reported in Media Light. This sounds like Pedia Light. <laughs> it does. Which put the CNN footage up side by side against other networks, showing that CNN's switch was not a technical problem that hit all networks. So says, CNN appears to have tweaked the video Biden speech from a demonic red to Pepto-Bismol pink. <laughs> Very helpful as we need a lot to get through, a lot of Pepto to get through this. So um, it says... Though Biden promised to deliver a unifying speech on the battle for the soul of the nation. That's the one thing he kept Mm -hmm. saying over and over. And what do you think of that line? It's like, this is the battle for the soul
1: of the nation. Well, that bothers me. I mean, well, okay, when he was elected, I mean, he came out and it was like, remember, he was was the dawn after the the darkest night Mm -hmm. in American history, right? Mm -hmm. And so now all of a sudden, he's battling for the soul of the country. And so it just sets up these very combative images. You know, I mean, not only is he calling... MAGA hat wearing Republicans, you know, a clear and present danger. Now he's saying, okay, th- if we don't win this, you know, we're we're the soul of the country is, is gonna take a deep hit. Yeah. I mean, it's just very I mean I, I don't know. And and then, you know, when he was talking about January sixth and talking about how they assaulted police officers and raided the Capitol building, you know, it's like it's like uh I don't know. He's
0: setting the stage for something here. He is, he's definitely, I, agree. Uh, I agree. Especially coming up to
1: midterm elections.
0: Mm-hmm. I this is the this is the hill that they have to die on because like everybody, every uh, candidate whether it be Congress or state governor candidate that had any backing of Trump, we got to villainize all of them yeah. in order to potentially come out on top of this election. Yeah. And by doing I I just don't see how i I feel like this is just him like, whoa, uh people are really liking this dark Brandon image that we're portraying right. uh Biden as more of a badass what if we what if we push that a little further and make him on this dark red backdrop where he looks like the evil dictator that is doing the bidding that the regular yeah. but remember they said he's he's doing the things that the rest of the country can't won't yeah. do in right. order to save the country. And so that that's it seems like the same marketing strategist that put together yeah. the dark I am sure that you know
1: I have to take these steps to keep democracy. Yeah, safe. and that, that's what he's going for it, here. It, it reminds me of you ever see Ferris Bueller's Day off. Um Classic 80s. Yeah, it's been a long okay. time. But classic yeah. Classic 80s. Anyways, the principal who, you know, is, is kind of the bad guy trying to get Ferris Bueller. He he's like talking to the school secretary. He's like, if this kid thinks he's gonna get away with it, he's got another thing coming. And she's like, <laughs> ooh. You sounded like Dirty Harry. That was cool. And so then he like starts like kind of looking himself in the mirror like, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I know, picture Biden doing that. You know, you know Biden is looking at himself oh, yeah. in he's the like, mirror yeah. is like, Ooh, dark, dark Brandon. Brandon. Honey, he's like Brandon. flexing the mirror. Hey, Jill, you ready for dark Brandon?
0: <laughs> oh, God. She's like, not that again, Joe. Joe, I'm tired. Bring, Let's see. Bring Hunter's laptop back in. <laughs> it says... um, I think this is from this is Biden's warning to MAGA Republicans. It says, "Promote authoritarian leaders and, and they promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country." There it is again. Mm-hmm. They're determined to take this country backwards. Backwards to an America where there's no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, and no right to marry who you love. <laughs> we're getting really yeah. I mean, it, we're talking about really MAGA people porn. being extremists. Yeah. This is pretty extreme. Right. And mentality it's total here. fear porn. Talk about Trump derangement syndrome yeah, at right? its finest. Yeah. Says so this is from uh, National Review. I had to find clip parts of his speech cuz none of those other articles said anything it says the next moment biden would emphasize that i'm asking our nation to come together to unite we the people will not let anyone or anything tear us apart so basically he's saying <laughs> maga republicans are not part of this yeah, we the people anymore that's exactly anymore. what he's saying he's isolated at least probably yeah. 30% of oh, the united yeah. states out there yeah. um and saying hey um you're not you are no longer we the people you are yeah. extremists you're outsiders you're yeah. outliers um, probably terrorists. Right. Most likely, yes. you're terrorists. Yes. Is what we're. I'm not gonna come out and say that we're te- your terrorists, but there's a good chance that you're terrorists. Yeah. So, says he, warned that MAGA Republicans are working right now, as I speak, in state after state to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies. Yeah, <laughs> talk about irony. <laughs> Empowering election deniers to undermine
1: democracy itself. All right. And right. this comes on the heels of, I, I think I had read, like, four MAGA Republicans had won elections in the last month. Yeah, and that's probably uh, really hurting their
0: look Oh, there. absolutely. So, he talks about empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. Mm-hmm. Can we flashback to 2016? We don't do this enough. Flashback to 2016 right. yeah. through early 2020. Yeah. How many... Election deniers on the other side were there in that four-year span when Donald Trump was in office. Right. How many how many times did they question that election? Oh, in yeah. the row, it was Russian the Russians, hoax, right? And uh, uh, J- uh, Donald Trump in bed with Putin, yeah. and he didn't win this election. Not my, pre- you remember, not my president. Yep, that yep, whole slogan. Yep. Well, isn't that empowering election deniers to undermine yep. democracy itself in the same manner? It's like you you can't throw such a shit fit about this for. St- Two fucking years now, about these people denying the election results. When you spent four years yeah. denying election results, yeah. And but once, once uh, undermining democracy. The other one was protecting democracy. Right. Obviously, yeah. obviously, obviously. So. He yeah. goes on to say, "Maga Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies." There's Says the, whole, the guy
1: talking in shadows, in the,
0: <laughs> in the bright, in the, the dark shadow, yeah, red right. shadowy. Type. But there it is again. I'm yeah. the light in the darkness yeah. type speech. Yeah. Uh, the whole, I'm pretty sure um, Scar from Lion King basically <laughs> said the same similar stuff. Like the, he talked about the dawn of a new era. Yep, remember? Yep, yep. And this is that's Joe Biden. Yeah, marching uh, hyenas. So thoughts on on his speech? Do you think do you think it's gonna hurt his chances? I mean, uh, CNN clearly thought yeah, it was not. No, a and good, I, right?
1: I've heard that. It, I mean, it hasn't resonated well with with his people really? at all. Yeah, that. I mean, it's. It's dropped his uh, his favorability down, even with his own base. are like, "What time. the fuck are you doing, dude?" Yeah. right. Well, it's very divisive.
0: <laughs> Clearly, it's yeah, so, purely divisive. I even mean, though, he came out touting like unity or how this speech well, was supposed to bring. But again, it's like saying it is unifying, but you're not part of right. this, so
1: we're unifying. Yeah, right? Exactly. We're you don't without get... you. But see, like for me, he comes out with this speech, and my first thought is like, "Okay, where the fuck is this coming from?" Mm-hmm. Because there's been. I mean, Trump hasn't been in the limelight, except I mean, for the Mar-a-Lago, right? Shit. The Mar-a-Lago thing, but he hasn't really come out and talked shit, from what I've heard. You know, I mean, there hasn't been there. He hasn't been like stumping. He hasn't been. I mean, he's won the two CPACs in Florida and Texas, but he hasn't been like in the limelight. Mm. So, and, and you haven't seen any like MAGA people doing anything really in the public spotlight. So the fact that he's coming out with a speech and saying, "Look, this we have a real problem here." The thing is, the thing is the issue is that
0: we're not seeing a lot coming from the MAGA mm-hmm. and they want to capitalize oh, on I know. it. So they give this divisive speech yeah. and completely isolate the MAGA people and then what are, obviously either A the MAGA people actually step up and say bullshit, we're going to do something about this, or B, it sets the stage for them to form some sort of fla- false flag right. where they can be like, see, I told yeah. you so, it's because of this, uh, yeah. this is in response
1: to my speech, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And, and with all the talk we we had the previous couple weeks about the FBI agents being, you know, infiltrating different, you know, from the 60s on up, mm. it makes me think that, yeah, they're, they're setting the stage for some big disaster attack, and then they'll be like, see, see, this is what we need to crack down on. And then after that, then it will be truly Gestapo tactics kicking indoors. Which brings me... That's a nice
0: segue. I don't know if you intentionally did that, but that brings me okay. to my final story. Was we, that intentional? You know, we're always on the wavelength. You're talking about setting the stage for some big false flag. This just came out Newsweek on the 2nd, which was two days ago. says... U.S. Intel is saying that the 9-11 anniversary may inspire homegrown violent extremists. There you go. So <clears throat> we were wondering—we we talked a bit with uh, Jose from the No Way Jose podcast when we were talking about the FBI and uh, the extreme organizations of the 90s. Um, and he had said that I think another— um, OKC bombing type mm-hmm. event is on its way. When it's coming, I don't know. Well, now now they're predicting down to the date. Uh, it's looking like possibly uh, on the anniversary of 9 11 we're going to have something. Sure. So be on the look. If if something pops off on 9 11, just
1: know this wasn't a random event because I mean they've been. But, but see that that doesn't make sense, right? I mean, why wouldn't they pick like um, a, a date that's like important to American history. Why, right? Like the Boston Tea Party. Or, or
0: why wouldn't they pick a date
1: that didn't bring the entire country together? Together, right. Yeah, a bunch exactly. of
0: conservative-minded type, MAGA-type people weren't completely on board with. Right. Especially if you're touting like white supremacists. Like, right. It, it, it almost would...
1: sounds like a liberal plot. <laughs> yeah. yes.
0: like, I, I would feel like... Yeah, uh, if these are white supremacists, I mean, this was yeah. the catalyst for blowing up a lot of brown people, which if they're white supremacists, they probably loved that, I would yeah. think. Right, right. So to be like, oh, fuck 9-11, we're going to blow up shit, it's just like... Yeah. does It yeah. doesn't add up, but right. this is the prediction by uh, U.S. Intel. Okay. It says a U.S. joint intelligence bulletin obtained by Newsweek has warned that foreign militant, gr- foreign militant groups... This says homegrown violent extremists... Mm-hmm. And so what are we talking military. about, for, foreign or homegrown? Oh, you
1: know what? Maybe they're talking about homegrown Muslim extremists. Uh, but like it, ISIS. I don't know.
0: Let me read Maybe it. Continue. Maybe I should have yeah. read it. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, it was warned militant groups could exploit the upcoming anniversary of 9-11, one year since the U.S. military withdrawal from the two-decade war launched in Afghanistan. Uh, the bulletin dated September 2nd and issued by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, the FBI and the National Counterterrorism Center stated that three agencies expect expect foreign terrorist organizations. So scratch yeah. the whole. Yeah, I just saw the homegrown terrorist right, right. part, and, and I'm like, and they're yeah. trying to, pad, but they're, they're still, still, there's something coming. Right, right. There's right, something right. on the yeah. wind, yeah. and obviously the white supremacists are well, going to join forces with the Muslims. <laughs> of course.
1: Yeah, I mean it only makes sense. Well, but but I mean, it, it could be. I mean, they're playing to the white right wing, right? I mean, they're still saying, okay, something could be coming, right? I mean, yeah. it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but then something does happen. I mean, the first people they're going to go to is the right wing, MAGA. Yeah. Right?
0: Says, while DHS, FBI, and NCTC say they are monitoring intelligence from domestic and international partners to identify potential terrorist threats, they stated that currently they are not aware of any specific credible threats surrounding the anniversary and have no information indicating that Al Qaeda has advanced homeland plotting or So where's this coming from? I was going
1: to say yeah, this is a great article.
0: <laughs> so basically it's like be on the lookout. We expect yeah. we expect yeah. this, but we have no intelligence. In, in other stadium. news,
1: there could be a meteorite heading towards Earth as we speak.
0: <laughs> Says the 3 US intel agencies assess that foreign terrorist media celebrating the 21st anniversary of 9/11 attacks almost certainly will add to existing anti-US narratives. I'm surprised they're even reporting on this. With uh, like that, sh- isn't that shifting
1: focus from the yeah. the white it, extremism? It, it, yeah, right. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, to be honest, if something was going to happen, I really thought it was going to be last September 11th because it was the the 20 year anniversary. Well, yeah, but this and... one is the number the one year anniversary from our pullout. Well, our right, our, right, our, <laughs> our failed pullout. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: our our really failed, sloppy pullout. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the anniversary from that and we just killed that one al-qaeda or biden single-handedly killed the right, al-qaeda that's guy. that's true that's true that, so so, yeah. so it only makes sense but yeah. again i'm surprised they are shifting like pulling the terrorist right. narrative from the the yeah. at home um exactly. domestic terrorism yeah. because i mean are you even allowed to put brown people back in the spotlight for terrorism i don't anymore? think so not until trump comes back <laughs> well obviously <laughs> <laughs> so so you think something will pop off based on the intel
1: we just received there? Um no, I don't. I don't. I because people are expecting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you think what so what
0: do you think does pop up? Oh, because you were the one that brought up, hey, they're planning some big uh false yeah. flag no, And, and, what, and do you, I, what do you
1: think? When do you think? What's your prediction? My 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 prediction is I mean, I don't it's gonna be sometime when people aren't it's my, maybe like middle October. Um, you know, maybe uh, you know, you think Black Friday. Do you think
0: (laughs) Black Friday is not in October. No,
1: I know, that's why I I kinda jumped. I said middle October, maybe around Black Friday. No pre election or post election? I think it's gonna be pre. You think so? I really do. I think it's gonna be pre because I I mean they're they're predicting like this red wave is gonna come sweeping through. I, I think Remzo said he didn't think so. Um but um, with the way that the economy is, I, I had read in Zero Hedge, and I, I kind of mentioned it to you before we went on the air, that they think that Biden's tried and sent the MAGA people up so that, because it, the economy's on the precipice of, of failure. crashing. <laughs> a failure, right. They're expecting you know more layoffs, more firings, business closings, yeah. price wa- uh, going up, food going up. Energy. Energy, yeah. Time. Energy, I mean, I guess in Europe, energy, energy blackouts are a really bad thing right now. Yeah. And um, and so I think that what they said is they expect, like, okay, Republicans are going to take over all of a sudden, everything's going to bottom out. Well,
0: that's why I'm thinking maybe post, post-election okay. that this hits, too. or Not this, right. but, like, uh, domestic terrorism type thing, because they can be like, look, we left it in their right. hands. This is who you voted for, because yeah. they know they're probably going to lose. So let's push the well, economic yeah. crash to them, and then let's also... Um, Let's also instigate a war with Russia, like keep sending billions of dollars to in, Ukraine to or Ukraine Taiwan or Taiwan. And at the same time, let's push this false flag. Yeah. So it's like a three the, right. the trifecta. We got the domestic war that we, we get sucked into. We got the economic crash and we got a domestic terrorism incident on our all in the hands of the the republicans and maybe at that point they could be like vote of no confidence i don't even know yeah. if that's a thing in our country but i they, yeah. they would make it a thing yeah. and be like vote of no you voted for these people it's time to get them the fuck yeah.
1: out let's 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 recall well, these people and uh, and when i when i was re- listening to the speech i mean my thought was like you know thinking like shit they're setting us up for like civil war yeah i mean that's that's uh, because like you said he's saying we the people not including the maga people i mean i just to me it just was very inflammatory and it, it made me feel like Wow, I segued that again, didn't I?
0: <laughs> well, I, I forgot about this one. Was uh, back to the the Biden speech. Yeah. Russia was Russia media came out and was basically uh, praising Biden, the Biden Trump tension for like basically sparking a, a yeah. on the verge of sparking a civil war. They're like they're loving yeah. this. They're sitting right. back like yes,
1: because yes, I mean, keep fighting each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. excellent. Um, because I mean, devil's advocate. What happens if there's a false flag, right? What happens if they do tie it to some militia group somewhere that a government building in the middle of, you know, Timbuktu blows up, mm-hmm. you know, killing a bunch of kids or whatever? I mean, then what?
0: Then they go after those groups in every group. They crack down on all those groups. And then uh, you see probably what you saw in the 90s where it's just like you're just inflaming that yeah. that sentiment, that anti-government sentiment we talked about with, uh, with Jose and getting them, like... These groups that have been not doing much, if you start coming after them, they're going to go on the defense and then they're going to start like being pro more proactive. Right. And then, yeah, I think you do instigate so, some co- kind of so civil do you reward. think, like,
1: I mean, after January 6th, we saw how they really went after social media. Do you yeah. think that they would do that again? Come after podcasters, come after. Um you know, different accounts that they feel are inflammatory,
0: I think they go media, and I think they actually physically crack down too. Yeah. I think they actually start going and like uh raiding these these places, start arresting like like a Donald Trump style um where he remember mm-hmm. when he took the 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 federal agents and they just went in like unmarked vehicles and just started like disappearing people in Portland and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be something like that, but probably like more publicized, more Mm -hmm. of like a a Waco type. Hey, let's get all the media out here to watch us uh, taking down these groups. And it's going to be a big debacle because... As we saw on Waco, those those groups tend to uh, shoot back when they feel like the government is doing exactly what
1: they were worried about. Um, So 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 does it that if something were like that to happen, does that give Biden a chance at another term?
0: I mean, it probably gives a shot at um, closing down elections altogether in right. my opinion <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> okay and Trump will probably get arrested if that's the case and I I don't know uh, it's a really shitty direction that it could go right. hopefully it doesn't go there right hopefully none of the stuff comes true well, it's just but, a really dark turn that he you know dark Brandon decided to take well yeah it's a dark turn his marketing agency decided yeah. to go I, I mean I'm not sure when they hired a new marketing firm but They went from
1: bumbling, uh, (laughs) right. uh, let's go from uncle Joe to emperor. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. I mean, are we really portraying what we want to portray with (laughs) bumbling uncle Joe sleepy Joe? Yeah. Or we could, uh, rebrand him as dark Brandon. Right. Yeah. Now, can we get him
1: a cloak? Yes. I feel like a cloak would go a long way.
0: <laughs> I think Joe Joe Biden is like I. I kind of feel like I, I need a cloak <laughs> yeah. with this background. I'm like Joe Joe, that's going yeah. a little too far. But wouldn't a cloak really? It would it would just, just like really frame my face. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, Russian state television hailed the excellent political tension between Joe <laughs> Biden and former President Donald Trump following Biden's Thursday speech blasting MAGA Republicans. Um. It says the speech, a shift in tone for Biden, who once said Republicans would have a post-Trump epiphany, underscores a heightened political tension between Democrats and Republicans. Russia quickly highlighted these tensions during a broadcast this week. While covering the speech, Russian state media said that Biden lost the battle for the soul of the nation because he was talking about the soul, right? The battle for the soul of the nation. And they're saying he lost it and is looking for enemies of the people amongst his own people according to a video of Russian newscast translated and posted to Twitter by journalist Julia Davis throughout the broadcast, Russian state media blasted Biden and Democrats for the speech while defending Trump and his supporters. Of course they had to say that because that just gives more credit to, Oh, Trump's in bed with Russia. So obviously they're going to side with Trump on this. Yeah. I want to know how much they actually praised Trump and his supporters in this. (laughs) Says, uh, "Divide and conquer" seems to be the only recipe that remains in the arsenal of the Democrats, who have failed in all aspects, or all respects," said Russian broadcaster Valentin Bogdanov, who described tension as the ghost of civil war. Hmm. So, what do you think of that coming from uh,
1: Russian media? Yeah, like you said, I mean, they they're loving it. Why wouldn't they get in on it, right? And and just be like, you know egging on the, the 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 administration you know and be like, just empowering the MAGA people so what do you think of our our sworn enemies like having this view of us
0: it, it's I mean, is it an empowering is it like hey they they fear us because <laughs> do you think they have any fear in us no looking at no. our army you know
1: when you first afghanistan and, and you know now we're you know we're not wanting to get in bed with, you know, well, I mean, give money to Ukraine, but not actively participate with Ukraine. And now, you know, we got Biden trying to tear apart the country because mm. he's scared of Trump. I mean, it's just no, it makes us look horrible. So so um,
0: a Russian television host basically said the speech was announced in advance. It was titled The Battle for the Soul of Americans. And based on the crimson red tones during the speech, this will be a bloody battle. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so so it, when the Russians are seeing it the way yeah. we see it, maybe the optics weren't great. Maybe maybe <laughs> yeah, the pink would have right? been a better choice. <laughs> 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 maybe maybe CNN had something right by changing the colors to pepto pink. Yeah, right. Oh, I, I'm because sure because the Russians that. are seeing this as yeah, oh, this is this doesn't look good no. at all. It I, looks good for us. I mean, if Russians them, saw that, I'd be like, wow, this looks really familiar. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this one before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Russian media is like,
1: um, this is great for us, but. If you're there, yeah. no. That no, can you not see good. Putin be like? Uh, if you're an American and you're scared for your life, you can come here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can hang out with Snowden. <laughs> Russia starts pulling out all all uh, Russians. <laughs> yeah, the way we do,
0: U.S. people. Right. When tension rises over there, it's like yeah. pull all our people. Russia's like, it's not looking so good yeah. over there. It's pretty getting pretty dangerous. You guys should come back home. Yeah, right, like right, like seriously, yeah. <laughs> come home. You don't <laughs> want to be there. No, um, hey, things are much better here at home. So <laughs> so come here. And fight a war for us yeah so, right, right. i don't know what do you think of all this what's the what's the it's ugly what's the worst thing so far uh, of all this biden's uh blood red background speech um it, it just his terminology obama yeah. winning an emmy no, that's pretty horrible uh <laughs> the black lives matter thing
1: that that's dumb but that that's doesn't matter expected. to me yeah because no.
0: it's not a shock i at mean all. In, in, the,
1: in the history of the country has there ever been a pet president that's come out like this i mean and just totally demonized a good you know a nice proportion of the united states mm-hmm. people i uh, mean i don't know i just I, know. I you know i i mean i you always hear stories of uh, back in the eighteen hundreds you know of like senators beating the shit out of each other yes you know but, you know you thought we we gotten... should go back to that i, I would be down with that well, i mean i think that would having, solve a lot of problems having a gunslinging
0: duel right
1: i mean why not yeah I mean, I'd be down with, you know, yeah. What was just it? Just uh, put a, an octagon the, uh, in the middle of Mar- Marjorie Davis Green uh, dueling with AOC. Mar- Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah, her.
0: Yeah, that would be a fun one. I'm pretty sure Marjorie Taylor <laughs> so Green win-win. would win that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, just put an octagon in the middle of the Senate oh, floor and have better. them just fight it out, man. Yes. Like, hey, we're going to, this is up. For, uh, we, we have a, a debate on the floor. Ah, uh, Bernie Sanders is challenging uh, Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, take take your spots in the ring, <laughs> man. That, that perfect, yeah. perfect. So that's about all the time we have. Um, what what's your prediction? Like you said, your prediction of yeah. of the false flag happening, but what percentage do you put it at? Like the likelihood of a false flag happening by
1: the end of this year? um damn I, i'm i'm gonna go 30 30 that's it yeah only because I, I feel like it's gonna be like a january 6th thing it's gonna be nothing major and they're gonna try to Wait, make oh, it something, something happened major. period oh something happened made oh period I, i'll go um i'll go 80 percent. yeah
0: i'd say probably 70 yeah um just because there's three months left and i yeah Man, I, I that's still coming think, up quick
1: yeah it is and again I, I i don't think it'll be you know oklahoma city wide no but i i do think it'll be something that is perpetrated by the fbi and something that is made to look much worse than what it is white supremacist or uh brown people uh the, i'm gonna go white supremacy. you think so yeah
0: i i just i think they're trying to pull our attention away from I, yeah um don't look over here while we plan this white supremacist attack right. And be on the lookout for brown
1: extremists. Well, but on but 9/11. look at it this way also. If something were to happen, right, they could be like, oh, well, we were so focused on foreign uh, the brown actors. People, yeah. Right, right. We didn't even expect this to come from our own. I mean, people. we did expect it, but mm-hmm. we were all, especially after was... the speech. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of almost what it seems like. Yeah, yeah, true. That's all the time we
0: have for this week. Uh, make sure you come back tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for our live main episode that we do every monday night that time um we're going to talk about other fun stuff not sure yet but you'll enjoy it i guarantee it it will um you will Have a great rest of your weekend. You actually have like five or six hours left. Oh, and then there's
1: tomorrow. It's Labor Day weekend. Yeah,
0: tomorrow is Labor Day. Enjoy. Yeah, enjoy your communist holiday. Yes, I mean, they give it to you. You might as well take it. Thank Uncle Joe. It's kind of (laughs) like stimulus checks. It's like we don't support them, but we're not going to not take them if they give them to us. So um, enjoy your Labor Day, your long extended weekend. Uh, Share the stuff all over social media, all over Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. We are at Break the Bell Pod. Um, like, subscribe, all that fun, happy bullshit we tell you to do every week, and uh, also go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel because we would love you for it. Because we want to build that thing back up to where it was pre-nuke days. So yes. uh, do that, and we will give you a virtual kiss through the metaverse for doing it. Not, you know, that was preemptive. Oh, they they sorry. haven't done it Shit. yet.
1: I always do that. Take it back. I always back. do that. All right. Sorry. Sorry.
0: All right. We got to get out of here. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Goodbye. The
1: Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon
0: members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, Beyond the Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit Patreon.com BreakTheBell or buy our garbage at BreakTheBell.BigCartel.com. Get back here next week and
1: let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking. <laughs>